This is the Million Dollar Challenge podcast where we document our journey on the path to creating a million dollar company. And yesterday I spoke to you guys about how I was trying to build so many things and I didn't have an answer and I didn't know what to do. So I couldn't sleep last night and I started praying to God for an answer to help me uh, get an answer. And I literally asked the question and I said, God help me. And, um, you know, when I do that, it helps. It's helped me a lot in my life. So if there's been times where I've gone through some sort of uh, mental anguish or tough time or challenging time, when, when I've learned to call upon God and you know, there's a chant that I do. It's like, God help me, God help me, please God help me, God help me. And I just kind of say that over and over. Um, he's always pulled me through. And, you know, that's a that's a biblical thing. It's a spiritual thing. It's um, an energetic thing, metaphysical thing. It's just connecting to your higher power, your horse, your source, and helping pull you through. Uh, so I did that. Um, and today I woke up with two new insights. One was... Um, one was related to the question I was asking myself yesterday about can I build all these different companies at once versus not. Um, so I'll get to that in a second. But the first thing that came to mind was, you know, I've been feeling overwhelmed and um, stressed out, but not necessarily in a bad way, but in a good way, I think. You stress versus distress. Distress is when you have negative stress. You stress is when you have good stress or excited stress. Um, so I guess, I guess maybe a little bit of both. But I had, I've been on and off been like that the last few years. And about a month or so ago, I implemented what Tony Robbins calls his peak state uh, dancing or peak state movements where, where he gets into a peak state. You know, the, the quality of our life is the quality of our emotions. And we can control our emotions by how we control our body and our focus and our mind. So what I had taken up, because I, I go to his seminars and people go to seminars and there's a lot of movement and a lot of dancing and we get in these happy, energetic moods. But then when we go home, we stop doing that and we get out of the happy, energetic moods. So what I had done a couple months ago was adding part of my routine to make sure I dance throughout the day. So every you know hour, a couple hours, I'll go in front of the mirror and I would just start dan- put on a, my, like a nice dancing song or whatever and I dance for like three to five minutes. And as I did that throughout the day, my entire energy shifted. Um, I was happier. I was more excited. Um, and I wasn't stressed. And I did that for a couple weeks. And I didn't get stressed at all. It was all happy. It was all nice. But what happens when we do something and then we no longer have the pain? We stop doing the thing that prevented the pain. So I wasn't having any more stress. So I'm like, okay, you know, I'm good. I don't need to dance every day. I've shifted everything. I'm I'm good. And then I don't do it for a couple weeks. And what happens? I go back to how I was before, forgetting that it was this little thing of breaking and dancing throughout the day, getting myself into a peak state, a happy state, an energetic state. um, That was keeping the stress away. I was keeping me happy and excited. So I realized that this morning, like, you know what? You haven't been doing this in a couple weeks. Maybe that's why. So today I went back to that and I danced throughout the day. And sure enough, I feel in a much better mood at the end of the day. I feel happier. I feel more calm. And I really credit it to having just danced throughout the day. And um, I think that was really important. So anyway, the the lesson I learned there is to, excuse me, get back to 
the habit and really with discipline. Sometimes it's not even about doing it because you feel like it. It's doing it because you've committed and it's disciplined. You know it's good for you. And it's preventive maintenance. So if I can do that throughout the day, I'm preventing myself from feeling bad. And it's all about just being consistent to it and sticking to it uh, regardless. Because if I don't, then I'll start to drop off and the stress will come back. And I'll sometimes at some level I'll forget or I won't even remember to uh, to prevent it from coming in. So anyway, that was the first um, sort of aha moment I had today. Stick to those those principles that that keep you focused. Second aha goes to the focus thing. So yesterday I talked about how I have been, you know, unfocused. I want to build <clears throat> manifestation academy. I want to build the social media thing. I want to build this um, automation thing for my law firm. And I was just so overwhelmed and so stressed out. So. Today I woke up and I was doing, trying to do the same thing, like trying to focus on one and build it, and then the the issue came up with the other one, and I had to jump over there, and then the issue came up with the third one, and I just started getting drained and stressed out again, and feeling like my God, here I am, trying to shoot water out of three or four or five different spouts rather than one spout, and the water just drips out instead of going out strong and hitting its target, you know, like a fire hose. Okay, so. Um, so what the answer that came to me that I'm, I'm experimenting with, I'm not saying this is the final answer, but, um, and this has worked for, for almost anything. This also worked for my law practices. Again, focus on one thing, but that doesn't mean you don't, don't have to do the other things. You can pick one thing as your main thing, and then the other ones can be on maintenance mode or they can be on dabbler mode. Like knowing they're not going to go very far, but you can slowly build them. Kind of like if you have a job and you want to build a side hustle, your job is your main focus. That's what you do throughout the day. But, you know, after the day is over, you want to spend a couple hours, you can start slowly developing the side hustle. So, you know, for me, it's to pick one of these things, focus on it, and then I, but then I can also build the side hustle. Um, and the second realization is I don't have to go 100-100, 100% input to get 100% output. I can do, practice the 80-20 rule where I just do just – do, those other projects a little bit and get 80% of the result. You don't have to make it perfect. Just kind of put it out there. You don't have to do the 100 things it takes to succeed. Maybe do the 20 things it takes to succeed and get a good result. You don't need to get an outstanding result. You get a good result. So uh, what I think is going to be the path right now is for is for the, the funnels and the Manifestation Academy is going to be like my little side hustles. I'll, I'll dabble and pick into those. But my main focus is going to be the automation thing um, because I, A, that has the biggest upside. B, I'm working with a partner. C, it's already starting to expand and grow. He's put a, a lot of effort into it. And, um, you know, that, that's one of the things about these. Like, you can start three or four businesses, sure, but then as they start to expand and grow, what happens? They start to collide into each other. You don't have enough time to handle the expansion of all of them, right? So you just got to really, I think, pick one that you're going to, that make your main priority focus on and then be okay with dabbling in the others. And I think the universe wants you to decide too. The universe is constantly going to throw these other options at you because it wants to know what are you committed to because once I know you're committed to this, I can help you grow it. I can help you build it. I can help you with the energy and the resources to get to grow it. But I need to know you're committed to it. So which one and what are you committed to? And it will test you because it wants to know and it will test you to go this way and that way and this way and that way. But if you commit to one, then it'll help you grow it and help that water spout grow. So I committed to 
the automation thing, uh, the process today, and I was working on it, and I felt a lot better once I did that. I was, I'm still learning tools, by the way, that I could use for the other businesses anyway at some point, but I'm still, uh, by being committed and making some progress in that area, I felt much, much better in terms of, you know, where I was going, what I was headed, and what I was doing. Um, so I, I've, part of me feels like I'm just completely blabbing, but I hope this is all making sense. Um, so this, so then, I, then my thought came back like, well, what about my million dollar challenge then? Do I talk about the automation thing or do I talk about the other stuff? Because, um, you know, the automation thing is sure it's an online business, but not really an online business. It's mostly like a, it's more of a service business with like programming and things like that. <clears throat> um, I'm with a partner, so I'm not sure I'm at privy to really talk about the details of it and how I'm building it. So what do I do with the podcast? Do I just stop the podcast? Um, but I, but then I was like, well, no, you don't have to stop the podcast. It, imagine someone that has a full-time job, but on the side at night, they're they're learning their side hustle and they're sharing about building the side hustle. So I could still share that with you guys. And I'm still going to treat it that way. You know, at night, I'm going to work on my side hustle, the, the Manifestation Academy. Uh, while during the day, the main thing will be making sure everything is running smoothly on the, you know, automation tool. So... That's, I think, the path I'm going to head on um, moving forward. And there was one other really cool insight I had as well. I'm trying to remember it. I'm sure once I stop recording, I'll remember it. But um, anyway, maybe I just won't go into that today. So that is where I'm at. So I just want to share that with you guys. So anyway, what what that being said, I do want to share with you some of the insights I had on my side hustle. If you want to build an online business... Um, really building, selling anything, but if you especially want to sell your expertise or your knowledge, you really have to get Russell Brunson's books, uh, Dot Com Secrets, Expert Secrets, and Traffic Secrets. And the, the, if you buy it in a certain upsell, he actually sells you this Unlock the Secrets, which is like a workbook to go through all three of those things. But I've never seen a better sort of step-by-step system for building a business and really it can apply to any business but I've never seen a better step-by-step system uh, for building it. and it's just been absolutely absolutely phenomenal and the first areas you focus on like a lot of people says oh I want to deliver this kind of service or I want to build you know I want to build a law practice or I want to build dental practice or whatever right and we're, we're but we're but what he he says is the first thing don't start with that the first thing is to start with um, who is your dream client? Who is your target client? Who do you want to specifically serve? And I've heard this in business training seminars over the years a lot. And it's like, I don't know who my target is. I don't know who my dream client is. Like, I, I hate that question. Like, you know, what do they eat? When do they sleep? Where do they congregate? And all that. Um, but what, the way he described it was a lot, I think, better. And it's it's not necessarily um, who could be your client, Right. Like for some of us, it's like, yeah, everybody needs could use my help. Everybody could be helped by what I'm doing, right? So it's not that question of like who who can be helped by what you're doing. It's who is like the perfect person that you would want to work with and that would love you, that the client that doesn't complain, the one that uh, listens to everything you say, that shows up to appointments, that you know pays you the most money. Who is that client? Define that dream client, and that is going to be. Uh, that's who you start with, of the type of person what you want to work, who you want to work with. 
And then the second step would be, okay, what does that person want, right? So if you really know these people and you want to serve them, and at some level, it's probably your dream client is probably you five years ago. It's whoever you were five years ago. What did you need five years ago? And if you want to serve them, what can you serve them? What do they need help with? What are their, uh, what are they struggling with? What are they having challenges with? What can you give them to help them? And if you find out who they are, what they what they need, and then you know through the other steps I'll, I'll go through. But basically, you give them what they need, then you're gonna have a golden business. And it's as simple and as it's, it's as basic as that. So I started using that template for the automation practice and I'm, and I'm starting to use it for, you know, my, we'll call it the side hustle now manifestation Academy. Um, so I'm starting to use it for that and I'll just slowly build through. I'm going to slowly go through this workbook and I'll share with you guys as the steps as we go through. Um, but it really starts at that. And I, and I've heard it so many times from different people, but now I'm really seeing it that that's where it starts with. Who is your dream client? You start there, um, and then everything builds off of that. And Russell shared a story in his book that said um, he was he was working with a lot of people, but he wasn't happy because he wasn't working with his dream clients. He wanted to have a little more experienced business owners he was working with who understood certain concepts, but he was working with a lot of beginners who didn't understand, and it was really causing a lot of strain and stress on him. So he reformed, he reshaped, he re-identified who his dream client is, and then he, um, you know, everything in his business changed. He now works with only his dream clients. He's a lot happier. His clients are a lot happier. Uh, you know, it's a win-win situation. So, but how many of us in our business have we sat down and defined who that person is? Um, John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneur on Fire, he has a very specific dream client that he wants. It's a very specific avatar. You know, he says it's the 37-year-old person who gets home from work and uh, I don't have it right in front of me, but he says, I mean, maybe I should get it and share the exact thing with you. But he's, he basically says the 37-year-old who gets home from work and says there's got to be more to life, there's got to be something else. And all of his content, all of his courses, all of his programs, all of his podcasts are directly talking to that person, directly talking to that dream client. And that's the person he wants to work with. Um, so yeah, that that's that is that. I threw a lot of stuff in one episode, and I and I apologize because I probably rambled a bit, but I hopefully it came all together in the end. Um, yes, very nice. So yeah, so I started. Um, I started getting at clarity was super important to me. So. I'm going to continue to build on my side hustle. And I did run that exercise with some of the um, affirmation products that I want to sell. And it was really, really good and useful. So I'll build upon more of that tomorrow. But I just wanted to share with you the clarity and the insight that I had um, as, as I have right now. And of course, who knows, maybe in a week or so or two weeks, I change my mind and move around again. I don't know. But anyway, that's the clarity I had. And uh, thanks, you guys, so much for listening, and talk to you soon.